0: He surely lies. He's lit-
1: gentlemen, God is not dead. He is surely alive. He's alive and well right here on this episode number 131 of Rise Up. I can tell you that God is in this building. Jesus is in this building and we're worshiping the kingdom of heaven in this building today. Ladies and gentlemen, God is not dead. He is surely alive. What a great way to start the day. What a great song by the newsboys to start the day and by the way, those movies, all four of them, absolutely mwah, perfectly done. And one of those movies, our friend Antonio Sabato uh, got to be a part of. What a, what a, what a great honor for him to be, a part of that, uh, to be a part of that franchise, God's Not Dead. And I hope they do more of them. Um, great song, great band, great franchise, great movies, and a great God. Can I get an amen starting out this early? Wednesday morning here. Can I get a big smile on your face? I want everybody to show your pearly whites. And if you don't have any pearly whites, show your gums. I don't care. Put one corner of your mouth up. Put the other corner of your mouth up. And smile for Jesus because today is a great day. Today's a new day. And every day is a new day with God. So thank you, guys. I appreciate you being here again. I titled the show God's Not Dead is Surely Alive because... Uh, we're going to touch on a lot of that today. I've got videos to show you today. I've got stories to tell you today. It seems like an hour isn't long enough. It seems like if we had two hours of Rise Up, it still wouldn't be long enough. Uh, and I really enjoy Rise Up. I actually enjoy Rise Up far more than I do, um, than I do hosting live from America, to be honest with you. I just, it's a, it's a, it's not even a comparison, to be honest. Um, so, I just want you guys to know that I do appreciate you guys joining with me on my private journey that's made public with Jesus. And, um, you know, you've just like you've seen growth in not only me, but the show of life from America. I think we've seen growth from day one until day 131 here on Rise Up in our journey with Jesus. And what I mean by that mostly is that, um, you know, I convict, I'm convicted. The Holy Spirit convicts me daily of my sins and my wrongdoings. So this is a form of my confessional. Almost my confession is to Jesus, not to a priest, not to a pastor and not to any of all of you or all of you. You just get to be a part of my confession every day to Jesus, convicting me of the things that I do wrong every single day. You guys see me get angry when I shouldn't get angry. You guys see me swear when I shouldn't swear. You guys see me lash out, call people names when I shouldn't do that. None of those are godly characteristics. And I know this. And I know this, but we're working on it, aren't we? Jack says, create in me a clean heart. Amen. I think we have, I think the fact that we can recognize this stuff and that we can be convicted, allow ourselves to be convicted, but allow other people to help pull us back on that very narrow path. Uh, I think that our hearts are pure. I, I think that's about as pure as your heart can be. And if, you're, if, and if your heart could be any purer, then you would not need Jesus, right? Amen. If your heart could be any purer, then you would not need Jesus, but you do, but you do. Jesus makes your heart pure. Love covers a multitude of sins, so we got to get back to love instead of hatred. We got to get back to love instead of hatred, and I had a lot of hatred in me lately, and I, and, and not hatred in the fact that I, I I could come out and say, I hate somebody, but really, I, I a lot of my stress and anger of what I see in this world really kind of came out in me in Miami last week. And I'm still feeling terrible about that. Isn't that something? Like, I know I'm forgiven. I know I've repented. And I know I've said sorry to all of you. But it's still bothering me. It bothers me because I have a platform. It bothers me because I have a platform. And I, you, deserve better. God deserves better from me. So don't think that I'm not convicted daily, because I am. And don't think that I feel like I'm holier than thou, because I'm not. And don't think that I feel greater than anybody else out there who spreads the message or the gospel, because I don't feel that way at all. I don't feel that way at all. Bad Moon says, it bothers you because you need to forgive yourself. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know how to do that, though. I only know how to let God forgive me. I don't, know how to, I don't know how to forgive myself because I know better. You know what I mean? Like, I've been in the worst of the worst. I walked with the devil for a very long time. I know better. But there might be some truth to what you're saying, Bad Moon. Look at that. Chab says, honestly, I was really upset about Jeremy's behavior in Miami. I thank you for saying that. So am I. <laughs> so am I. Jack says, I get that, Jeremy. Me too. I just wrote down about it in my journal this morning. So anyway, I'm not, I, I, I don't want this show to be focused on that. I just want this show, show to be focused on, hey, God, guys, God's not dead. He's surely alive. So I want to go to the Lord in prayer, but then I want to go right to the verse of the day. Because the verse of the day really, really, really stuck out to me today. Amen? I'm just reading your comments. I appreciate you. Let's go to the Lord in prayer right now, and then let's get to the verse of the day, and then let's get to some videos, and then let's get to some discussion. Amen? Okay, here we go. In the name of Jesus Christ, we humbly bow down before you, God, Father in heaven, creator of all things, who gives grace and mercy, shows grace and mercy where where we definitely do not deserve it, but he gives it anyway. What a wonderful God. God is not dead. If God was dead, Lord, if you were dead, miracles would not still be happening and love would not exist. But love does exist and miracles are happening every day. And we thank you for them and we ask that you reveal them to us. Lord, you hid your the mystery of your word, you hid the keys to everything from all humanity until the day Jesus walked this earth. From that moment on, you have made known to all men all treasures of heaven. Lord, help guide me through today's message. Help guide me through today's word. And help convict me where I go astray or where I may be wrong. Thank you for being with us today, Lord, and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I I really, I really just, I, you know what? I could sit here and read your comments all day long. Your comments are absolutely amazing and always on point too. We're not even 15 minutes into it. And folks, we are already over a thousand people. That's the power of God's message. Grammy Love says, don't sell yourself short, Jeremy. You are an inspirer and an encourager. You show God's love to us every day. You are someone very special for the kingdom of heaven. Love you. You know, I for, for the first time in my life I actually can agree with you on that. I I, I never want to put like I never want to give myself any accolades or anything like that, but I agree with you on that. I do feel like I am here for God's message and I do believe that I am specially given talents from heaven. I just need to utilize them better. And I need to know when the devil is going to use the one vice that I, one of the vices that I have, anger, and turn that against the people that I should be showing love to? That's all I'm saying. And I'm glad we can do this together. I'm really, I, I really am glad that we can do this together. You know, I never want you guys to think that I think I'm better than you because it's the exact opposite. And I think Paul felt the same thing in prison. So I want to go to the verse of the day today, uh, right away, because I want to read. I want to read so much of it to you. Now, you did not get a verse of the day in a newsletter this morning because I was running late. I had family things to deal with this morning, and I did not get to the office in time to send you the morning newsletter. But let me read to you the verses, and then let me read to you the the verses that precede this verse, these verses. And this is from Paul, okay? And we're going to be reading from Ephesians 3, 8 through 13. And I want you to listen close and take notes, okay? This is Paul writing this. And I quote, To me, who am less than the least of all saints. This grace was given. I identify with that. I'm going to stop it right there and I identify with that. To me, he says, who am less than the least of all the saints. So Paul's saying to me, who is way down at the bottom of everybody you've ever heard of, all the saints, all the prophets, I am lower than them. This grace was given, he said. That I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. That's just eight and nine. We still have three, four verses to go. And that blew my mind. To me, who am less than the least of all saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ powerful. Then he goes on, excuse me, that was just eight. Now we're going to nine. And then he says, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ. Let's stop there. That's just nine. So after Paul tells you, That he, who is lower than the least of the saints, was given this for some reason. He says he was to go and preach these mysteries that were hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ from the beginning of time. That means until Jesus Christ, the world did not know the hidden treasures of God. Even in the Old Testament, you want to know why? Because the Old Testament was incomplete. The Torah is incomplete. Which is why you hear David Brody, and I was wondering why he said this when he said it, but now I get it. It's why David Brody came on here and said, I like to think of myself as not only a Christian, but a completed Jew. So if the Jews were not complete and the Old Testament was not complete, there's no way to have un... Locked the hidden treasures that were hidden away from the beginning of time until Jesus Christ in God. Only with the New Testament making the Old Testament complete can you unlock those treasures and will those secrets be revealed to you? The Old Testament is a promise to destroy death. The New Testament tells us how he did it. The Old Testament promises, it's a a promise from God that he will destroy death and the New Testament tells us how he did it. That simple. Powerful. He goes on to then say in verse 10, to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. Whoa. I mean, whoa. Whoa. He says all these things were hidden in God since the beginning of time until Jesus Christ. He says to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church. That means to all the world from the church, from the body of Christ. And will make known to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. That means even the principalities and the powers in the heavenly places did not have this information revealed to them until Jesus Christ's coming. You understand this? Verse 11. According to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Jesus Christ our Lord in whom we have boldness, but get this, not only boldness, access, With confidence through faith in him. Access. Access to what? Access to what? Not only to heaven, but to all the knowledge and wisdom of God. Katie says, I speak Jesus. (laughs) I love that. And then verse 13 caps it all off with saying, Therefore, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. All we are Christians. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are children of God because we've accepted the fact that the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the only begotten of son born in the flesh manifest in the flesh was God on this earth, walked this earth for 33 years, giving up every power that he had unless the father willed him to use that power. And died for us on the cross, taking a multitude of sins, all of our sins, past, present, and future, on him in that moment in which he says, Abba, Abba, God, God, my Father, my Father, why have you forsaken me? Those tribulations are your glory. The stuff we're going through in this country right now with our political spectrum is our glory. Do you want to know why? Because it's times like this when you get to stand up. It's time like this when you get to speak up. It's time like this when I get to speak up for God. We should be so honored. Access to everything through Jesus Christ. God is not dead. Say it with me, ladies and gentlemen. He is surely alive. It's Barb Naylor's birthday today, Eli. Hey, Barb. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Barbara. I would assume that's your name. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Barb. We love you so very much. You've been such a blessing to my family. Folks, we still got to share. We don't even have 1,100 people watching right now, and they need to hear this message today. Now, let me bring you back to the verses prior that preceded that. See, that ver- those verses, 8 through 13, which I just read for you from Ephesians 3, was titled, The Purpose of the Mystery. The Purpose of the Mystery. But let's go back to verses 3 through 13. Seven, which say the mystery revealed. And it says this, and this was going to be the verse of the day until I read the second group of verses. And then I said, no, 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 that's got to be it. That's it. That's it right there. Verse three, he says, for this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus for you Gentiles. (laughs) I know a thing or two about being imprisoned. For I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus for you Gentiles, if indeed, he says, you have heard the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, how that by revelation, he made known to me the mystery, as I briefly have written already, by which when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, Ladies and gentlemen, the mystery of Christ, of course it was a mystery until he came, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men. Moses didn't know it. Abraham didn't know it. Adam didn't know it. Noah didn't know it. David didn't know it. Even though David was prophesying about it through Psalm, talking about the Messiah coming and will have pierced hands and feet, they still did not understand or even know or have access to the knowledge that we have today in Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ had not walked the earth in flesh yet. Even though God created all things through Christ, Man did not know these things. This is what Paul's saying. He says, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men and has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs. That means the non-believers would be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel, which I became a minister according to the gift and the grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. Ladies and gentlemen, I have read Paul so many times. I mean, I've read Paul's writings so many times. I mean, all of us have, right? He, writ- he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament for crying out loud. And I never, ever, 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 ever focused on these verses enough to know that the mysteries of God and Christ were not known until Christ. Christ. That for 4,000 years prior to Christ, these things were not known, but you get to know them. Lord Fishy, CQ, Terry Lynn, Mustache, I'm, Su- I'm Sullivan, Twanity, Gerard, PC Free, Shabs, Mima Becky, Brad Burgess, you get to know this. And all of these major famous prophets, and they didn't know this. Isn't that amazing? Doesn't that make you feel somewhat special? I mean, it makes me feel special. How do you spell heirs? H-E-I-R-S. H-E-I-R-S. Freedom Express Media says, thank you for being bold and sharing God's word. Much needed for the world to hear you. Inspire me to do more. Thank you. And the zoo says, Jeremy, you still have the rock I painted for you with God's not dead on it. Carol Morris, you know I do. I actually... Eli, is that, can you grab that rock for me on my, uh, on my desk out there? The rainbow colored one. Oh, is this the one? Uh, no, this is from Miranda. This is this one. I have other ones too. I have a whole bunch of them out there. Here's one of the painted rocks. It says, happy birthday, Jeremy. God bless. Love Miranda. And has Proverbs 6, on it. But yes, we have them all. We never throw away anything that anybody sends us. We keep everything. It's, 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 like, our, it's like special gifts to me. I have shelves of stuff. Chab says, got to go to work. Well, thank you for being here. Please come back and watch later on, okay? Please come back and watch later on. Now, those were pretty heavy verses of the day. It's okay, Eli. I'll, I'll get it later on. Uh, Those are pretty hefty verses of the day today. Really opened my eyes to how special we really are. The promises and the secrets and the mysteries that God reveals to us that he did not reveal to people who parted Red Seas and built arcs to save humanity. I'm blown away by that because I don't deserve... Your love, let alone his. I don't deserve your love, let alone his. Which is a which is quite a contrast from what I thought ten years ago. Quite a contrast. Ten years ago, I thought I was God's gift to men, to mankind. Ha <laughs> ha. Second coming of Jesus, if you will, even though I didn't believe in him. Or at least I didn't, uh, didn't want to believe in him. CQ says, when we talk to God daily, we are assured he is very much alive. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Told you I'd have a few videos to play for you today. Well, I'm never going to let you down. I got a few videos to play for you. Told you I was going to be playing you a video that referred to what happens when you're angry and you hate? Watch this. Let's pull this up on a... Um, oh, let's see. Which is the best way you're going to be able to see this? Um, Probably it's such an oddly shaped video. All right. Here we go, let's play it here, side by side. I want you guys to watch this, all right? And I saw this this morning and it convicted me so very quickly of a lot of my actions lately, a lot of my words, a lot of my, a lot of the ways I speak,
2: I should say. Roll this. What happens to you when you hate? Watch this, I'm gonna show you exactly what happens. This is like a fruitful person, but this is not for no reason. This person is these seven things that love you, is they're patient, kind, truthful, protect others, they hope, they persevere, but in life, People come along and they hurt us. They can take your fruit. They can't touch your root. In other words, they can hurt you, but they can't change who you are. So if you love through the hurt, loving through the hurt, keep protecting, keep trusting, restores everything that was taken from you. The problem is we decide we're going to put ourselves first after we've been hurt. And then we become these eight things that love is not. We're angry, rude, envious, prideful, boastful. Now this is no longer what someone did to us. This is what we're doing to ourselves. It's our own decision. When we get here, unfortunately, we think it's everyone else's fault. So, hate destroys the haters. All in this book, The Right Fight How to Live a Loving Life. Go read it. Trust God's word no matter what. Keep your eyes on the horizon.
1: What? Really good message. Really good message. Now, that's common sense, something that we all know. Make sure you rumble this video, ladies and gentlemen. I'd love to see over 500 before we even leave the show today. And we've got 30 minutes to do it. I think we could do it. And if you forgot to share, maybe on some of your social media platforms, we would appreciate Telegram, Facebook, Getter, True uh, True Social, Telegram, uh, t- Twitter. Uh, share them out to everyone that you have. Pretty strong video. You become exactly everything that you allow into your heart garbage in garbage out right and that's what I was doing in Miami I was allowing garbage to come in and I was not filtering it with my heavenly filter in order to bring it back out in a loving manner see that's that's the problem that I have my biggest problem is my anger my anger and I think you guys have seen that over the last four years three years And the devil knows that my anger is a problem. He knows that when I get to a certain point that, you know, it's like a lot of you. You just, you don't know what you're saying. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Somebody said, will you share that? Yeah, I can share that with you. Hold on. Let me, uh, I'm copying the link now. And I'm going to put the link in the live chat, okay? I'm also, there it is right there. And I'm also going to put it down below in the permanent chat section, okay? There, now you guys have both of the areas where that link is, so you guys can share that. We have to have a filter that takes in the bad but puts out the good because bad's going to come in constantly. Even if you don't think you're letting evil or bad in, it's going to work, work its way in through something that you desire, whether that's TV, online, whatever it is. The devil will find his way in no matter how godly you are but it's how fast you push him out. It's how fast you recognize it. Think of it like white blood cells when there's an infection that's introduced into your physical body. Well, it's the same thing with your heavenly spirit, right? When evil comes in, your white blood cells of your spirit should be able to find that disease, find that intrusion, attack it immediately and push it out. But here's the thing. If it came in, it's got to go out. So you can't let it go... Somebody says anger management can help you control that. I did that for years. It didn't help. God helps. Anger management does not. Uh, having another person tell me how to ma- manage my anger is, is actually makes me more angry. So, But yeah. So anyway, it came in, so it's got to go out, right? And it can't come back out the same way it went in. So not only does your white blood cells of your spirit have to push it out immediately, but on its way out, you also got to have something in your Holy Spirit that filters it so that it comes out in a loving way and not in an angry way like I did, like I do every day. I'm getting better, trust me. And if you, and by the way, I'm 100% better than I was five years ago. So imagine what I was like five, 10 years ago. Jeremy, does it affect you physically when you stay angry for too long it does me. It's exhausting. Oh, 100%. It brings stress, elevated heart levels, uh, elevated br- blood pressure. That's None of that is good. And stress. Stress kills. Stress causes tons of things. Strokes. A lot of things. Joe says, I knew you were highly connected, Jeremy. I'm the same way with my anger. And, and like I said, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Here's the thing. It takes a lot more for me to get angry now. I don't get angry like that. But the problem is is the, is the, the level of anger that I get doesn't ever stop. It's almost like the Hulk. It just gets more. And the more mad I get, the more mad I want to be. How dumb is that? It's a problem that I have. CQ said, Jeremy, one day... You need to sit down and play your old videos and you'll see how far you've grown. I did that actually one day. The problem is I don't have Facebook anymore and all my old videos are pretty much on Facebook. Okay. But I'd still had some on other platforms and I went back and watched them and I felt disgusted. I felt disgusted with myself. It was like looking at a version of me that didn't exist. Well, it, it doesn't exist anymore, right? But it's like looking at a version of you that doesn't even exist. Like it's, a, like it's an evil version of you, a mirror evil, evil version of you. I watched him. It made me sick. That's because we, we start feeding the demon, Jeremy. You're right. You are right. You are right. Unbelievable. But we're working on it. We're a work in progress, Right? I have a couple more videos to show you here, but before we do, I want to read one minute prayer for dads today. Okay? Abba, Father. Abba, Father. Galatians 4, 6. Another one written by Paul. Because you are sons... God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts crying, Abba, Father. What greater delight does a dad have than when his kids run into his arms, when he arrives home from work, or after a business trip? You guys know what that feels like, right? God expresses that same delight When we have the Abba Father attitude, his Holy Spirit creates in us. Take joy today in knowing God is your daddy. You're a child. You want to run into the arms of God and screaming, Daddy, Daddy, Abba, Father, I'm so glad that we get to be reunited hard to think of yourself as a child, isn't isn't it? We don't do the same things that we used to do when we were kids. The other day, here's my story time, if we have time. The other day, when I got home from Miami, after work, I went home and I asked my six-year-old, if she wanted to play hide-and-seek outside. Now, usually, she's the one asking me. So she was like, I'm to go play hide-and-seek, Dad. I said, yeah, let's go play hide-and-seek. And then I asked my other four kids, who are teenagers, who definitely don't want to play hide-and-seek. I said, hey, you guys want to play hide-and-seek with me? They were like, Sure. so we went outside and we played hide and seek and I had so much fun like I I felt like I was a kid again I was literally legitimately trying to hide so nobody could find me and I was seeking as hard as I could when I was it and I felt like a kid again and I thought why don't I do this more often why did I stop being kid like to some degree because children are the innocence of the world folks They have not sinned like we have yet. I had so much fun. And I thought to myself, we're all children at heart to God. God's our dad. He's our daddy. I think maybe we need to bring some childlike mannerisms and activities back in our lives. I really do. I think the world has us grow up so that we stop remembering or so that we stop knowing that we're all just children. Can we have childlike fun once in a while? I think we can. I like being a kid. We all know that men are just big kids anyway, but you know what I mean. Like, do childlike activities again. Have fun. Ride a bike. How long has it been since you rode a bike? Let's be honest. Do you have a bike? Now, I know some people can't physically get up on a bike. I get that. But for those of you who can, how long has it been since you went for a bike ride? I used to love my bike. I used to love riding my bike for hours and hours and hours and hours. Get on your bike. Go for a bike ride. If you don't have one, go buy one. You can get them pretty cheap nowadays. Go ride a bike. Enjoy the days. Enjoy life. Stop being an adult all the time. We're just kids. God's our daddy. Kelly says, 27 years since I've been on a bike. And guess what? You got on it and you'd ride it right away. It's like riding a bike, (laughs) right? Message of the day. You're a child of God. Allow yourself to be a child once in a while. Because it brings you more closer to God than you realize. Boy, does it take you more closer to God than you realize. Wow. I love this show today. I really do. Today I'm having a great day. How about you? You having a great day today? I am. Let's take this time real quick to talk about uh, Trumpet Daily, ladies and gentlemen. They are a sponsor of Live from America and they're a sponsor here on Rise Up as well. They give us a substantial amount of money every month to promote them so more and more people will sign up for their subscriptions and their emails and they don't even get paid for it. Do you want to know what it is? They're trying to grow their community so they can spread the gospel and so they can spread the true word of God and the, and the news in a true fashion every single day. And they're here every weekend at 10 a.m. for Trumpet Daily and now The Key of David on Sundays at 3 p.m., right before the Faith and Family movie. Incredible. Trumpet Daily, ladies and gentlemen. TrumpetDaily.com or TheTrumpet.com. Sign up for them today. And if you haven't, it's free. Just go do it. Just go do it. You want to know why? Because it keeps them as a sponsor here, which allows us to take that money and pass it to our Christian school so more kids can come away from the public school into the private sector of the schooling and the academics that we have available to them here. And you remember that building that we were trying to acquire so that we could continue? We got it. We got it by the grace of God, ladies and gentlemen. We got it by the grace of God and by money like that, from sponsorships like that. We got it. We got the building. CCA, Claremont Christian Academy, will continue its years of service to the young men and young boys and girls of this this region. We got the building. How did we do it? How, How did that happen? Through great people like you and great sponsors, folks. We got the building. And now it's time to grow the attendance. Praise God. Hey, Lester says, I just found your channel today. I joined. Hey, Lester, we welcome you with open arms. We start every day here at 9 a.m. And every hour, there's a show all the way until 8 p.m. Tell your friends, subscribe, like the video. We love you already. You're part of the team already. You're part of the family already. We got the building. Million-dollar building, and we got the building. I, I don't even know. Praise God. Our children and children for years to come will now have an option. We got the building. Forgot to tell you guys that last week. God is not dead. He's surely alive. You might ask, why are you tearing up, Jeremy? I'll tell you why. It's not because we got the building. I already, tears of joy for that one. (laughs) I'm crying because God never lies. His promises are always kept and he gives it to people who don't deserve it. Every single time without fail. He never lets you down. (sighs) Miracles are happening, folks. Miracles are happening. I think that deserves a sip of rise up coffee. Oh, by the way, rise up coffee is now in full stock on online. You can go back and you can reorder your rise up coffee. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Salty Debbie. Thank you. Wow. You want to know something else? i tell you something else. That school that I just re- re- told you about, the Claremont Christian Academy... They won't even turn you away if you don't have the money to pay. Every teacher there is basically full-time volunteer. They make like $15,000 a year to teach full-time. They're giving their time to God to be teachers there. And if you can't pay, if a family can't pay, and this school doesn't have any money as it is, they do not turn you away. They will never turn a child away from the greatness of God. And to learn academics through God's eyes. That's incredible to me. (laughs) Greed has taken over this world, ladies and gentlemen. Greed has taken over this world And more people need to just More people need to just stop Stop trying to get everything Stop trying to become so rich Stop trying to acquire everything Stop turning kids away from schools That they want to be at Greed and sex You're right, Halloween. TJ 462 says, I finally convinced my daughter to sign up to Rumble so that she can watch Rise Up and other shows and keep my LFA family informed when I'm gone. You tell your daughter, we said thank you and welcome. I want to play you another video. Get ready to cry again. Get ready to cry again. Because the greatness of God can even take a lost, mentally disturbed, and I'm not saying that as a as, as, a, as a criticizing Statement. I'm just speaking facts here. Disturbed transgender person, and they can show them the greatness of God, and they can be reborn. <laughs> here
3: we go. So Jesus, so Jesus. Set, me free, <laughs> set me free, and make me your home. <laughs> make me your home. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Hey, homie, yeah. Receive your freedom. Now be free. <laughs> yeah. Every demonic spirit that has stolen from Naomi and tried to take her identity. Everything that happens to her, I bring this power. I command the love of God. It changes everything. <laughs> Transgender. Okay. And you saw the testimony of Ariana. And it touched your heart. And now you want Jesus. Amen. Hey, you know what I always say? Nobody's ever too far gone. <laughs> Do you want to surrender your life completely to Jesus? And this is what you really want. Look, You know this as much as I do. All that other love ain't got nowhere. Even heterosexuals get it wrong. You know what I'm saying? So we need the love of Jesus before we need any other love. Right? So, I'm going to pray for you. And I believe you can be set free. Now, I need to ask you some questions. They're a little personal. Is it okay? Yes. I'm going to ask you this. What do you think caused you to become this way? I know the devil, but what do you think? When did the fight first start?
0: Right. Um, not being enough
3: like being in relationships
0: for my family.
3: Okay. And because I feel like I would always do like research if like if I'm like this, I would still go to heaven and right. I don't know what but I'm just scared. It's called the fear of the Lord, I hope. <laughs> yeah. But his love is bringing you back home. Okay? Just let His love change you. It's pretty awesome, right? Okay. You want this? Yeah. Then say this. Have you ever said yes to Jesus before? Yeah. But not truly, right? Yeah. Then say, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I repent of every sin. I repent of every sin. I turn my heart to you. I turn my heart to you. And I surrender. And I surrender. I want you in my life. I want you in my life. The Jesus who loves me. The Jesus who loves me. And can change me. And can change me. Not the religious Jesus. Not the religious Jesus. But the Jesus of love.
2: But the Jesus
3: of love. Who has power. That has power. Over all darkness. Of all darkness. Jesus. So Jesus. So Jesus. Set me free. Set me free. And make me your home. And make me your home. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Naomi, receive your freedom. Now be free. Get it. Every demonic spirit that has stolen from Naomi and tried to take your identity. Everything that happened. To her, I bring this power. I command the love of God. It changes everything. Yes. In Jesus' name. Jesus
1: So Jesus Wow <clears throat> Folks Why are you crying Why are you crying? Why am I crying? I'll tell you why. You ready for this? Ready? It's because when you see stuff like that happening, you remember it happening to you. That's why. You're not crying because somebody else is crying. You're not crying because of any other reason except for you remember when that happened to you. You remember that moment in which you felt that same way when you let it all go and you just cried and you said, Please just. Yes, you feel joy for them and you're crying tears of joy for them. But really why you're crying is because it happened to you too. Not that you were transgender or anything like that, that you were one person at one time and that you became another person immediately just by accepting Jesus into your life. That's it. That's it. So for all you non-believers, agnostics, atheists, do you think this is all just fake? Do you think that people are just faking this? Do you think this is all just something they want to be a part of, like the Cool Kids Club? Oh, let's go to the Honeycomb Hideout. We're all going to be part of a club. No. You're crying because of what Jesus did for you, and you know what that person is feeling right now. That's why you're crying. You're crying because that yoke that you were carrying, that heavy yoke, that burden, was lifted from you, and everything else was light from then on. That's why you're crying. Because you identify with it. Do you know who would not cry watching that video? Non-Christians, agnostics, atheists. Why wouldn't they cry? That's a sad moment. That's somebody crying. That's somebody clearly finding faith. Regardless of if it's the faith that you believe in or faith that you don't believe in, it's still a tear of joy moment, right? But they wouldn't cry. Why wouldn't they cry? Because they do not understand What that feels like. Being born again. They don't understand. That's why a person who's not a Christian would not cry for that. We have five minutes left of this show. And I got another video to show you. Pride. (laughs) How bad is pride? Well, ladies and gentlemen, pride was the very first sin. And here's the thing. Pride is the sin that harbors all other sin. You do not sin unless you have pride first. All your sin comes from your pride. Every bit of it, every single sin that you could ever commit comes from pride first because pride was the first sin ever committed in heaven. Why do you think that the LGBTQ, I want to have sex with your children community names their thing pride because pride is the catalyst of all other sins? I have a video I'd like to play for you now in the last few minutes. Side by side, roll the clip.
4: Pride, the original sin of the fallen angels, is the first of the chiefly vices because all sin is rooted in pride. The simple act of thinking it's okay to sin in even the smallest of matter stems from the vice of pride. The vice of pride is a disposition of putting the will of self before the will of God. Scripture says no servant can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. The more one puts their will before God's will, the more one becomes a worshiper of self and rejecter of God. Pride makes one self-centered, self-indulgent, believe they are self-made, think they are better than others, No better than others, No better than God himself. Instead of living the truth, every gift given, trial endured, breath and heartbeat is by the grace of God. One lives the lie, it's by their own self-doing. We all battle the swelling of pride. Stay alert, don't give in to it. When recognized, give the glory to God by whispering to yourself, God is everything, and I am nothing without him. Amongst the strongest weapons against pride are the virtues of faith and humility. It is said it was pride that changed angels into devils. It is humility that makes men as angels. Give credit to God and neighbor in all things. Fight pride with faith and humility because those in heaven are the humble, and in hell, the proud.
1: Wow. 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 Let me, um, I screenshot that one part of that at the end that said it was pride that changed angels into devils. It is humility that makes men as angels. I did not show humility in Miami. I I don't keep to be bringing that up. I I'm, I'm, I'm over it to a certain extent, but I'm just, I'm just showing you That I allowed my pride to overtake me when I was there, which changed me into some sort of a devil for a few hours, right? Then I had to puke it all up. But when somebody prayed with me or over me, it was that humility that brought me back that would make me eligible to be an angel. Remarkable. Well, guys, I'm going to take you out the same way I brought you in, and that's what a little bit of God's not dead. He is surely alive. So remember, LFA TV continues. If you're new to the channel, LFA TV continues hour after hour after hour. It's just not one stream. You got to back out, go to the next stream. You'll see it right there at the top of the page. Check out the next show. We're getting into the political hours now. It is Ungoverned with Sean Farish coming up next. Thank you for being here on this beautiful, wonderful, powerful episode of Rise Up. Rumble on your way out. Share it with your friends. Let's bring more people in every single day. And remember, God is not dead. He is surely alive.
0: Up explode! Surely in love.